The Florida Panthers suffer a big blow as Anthony Duclair will be out for an extended period of time. On today's episode, we are going to talk about Anthony Duclair, the salary cap relief that the Florida Panthers will be having, and what's going to happen while Anthony Duclair is out of the lineup for the Panthers, all on today's episode of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. Your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into this Thursday, June 30th edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We're your team every day. Thank you for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. I'm Armando Velez from pantherparkway.com, and you can follow me on Twitter at MondoMan12. Follow the show account on Twitter at LO underscore FLA Panthers. And thank you for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. Don't forget to also subscribe to Locked On NHL and the Crosscheck NHL show with Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark. They'll be covering all the offseason activities around the National Hockey League. So, Cats fans, uh, the Florida Panthers and Anthony Duclair suffered a bit of a blow uh, this week. As Wednesday morning, Pierre Lebrun of The Athletic reported that Anthony Duclair had suffered an Achilles injury in an off-season workout. And Elliot Friedman said on the Jeff Merrick show on Wednesday, talking about how it is believed that this injury for Anthony Duclair happened last Friday. And if we're connecting the timeline of events for the Panthers, Bill Zito and Paul Maurice in their introductory press conference, that happened on Thursday. And this, if the timeline is correct, this happened the day after that press conference. And why is that press conference relevant? Well, Bill Zito spoke about any major surgeries or injuries that happened for anyone on the Panthers roster said that nobody had any major surgeries. The only thing that is that Anton Lundell got his tonsils out, had Mason Marchment, had the Panthers been in the Stanley Cup final, chances are Mason Marchment would have played. And this injury to Duclair is just, man, your heart goes out to him with everything he's gone through, through, being on five different teams before officially having a a long-term home with the Panthers, drafted by the New York Rangers, traded to the Arizona Coyotes, spent a few seasons there, had a 20-goal season for the Panthers, um, excuse me, for the Coyotes, struggled again, sent down to the AHL with Tucson, traded to Chicago, re-signs a, a contract with the Columbus Blue Jackets, only a one-year deal, traded to Ottawa, finishes that season, then signs another contract with the Ottawa Senators, a one-year deal where he became an all-star and another uh, his second 20-goal season of his career. So Duclair was looking for some stability, signing a whole bunch of one-year deals around like the $1 million range in the, the Columbus contract. It was about $600,000. Signs with Florida, one-year $1. $1. $1.7 million, 
breaks out towards the latter half of the season in 2021, especially when Sam Bennett got traded to the Panthers, where Duke got 16 points in a 14-game span. That's where the birth of that 911 line came about and struggled a little bit at the beginning. We saw a lot of breakaways for Duke, but unable to score really early on in 2021, but really got it going to the, towards the latter part of the season where not only did he get a three-year deal, $9 million in that, but he himself negotiated his own deal. And that is incredible for Anthony Duclair with all the racism that has been thrown his way the and criticism of whether he can comprehend the game when he was with Columbus from John Tortorella as well. And Duclair had his first 30-goal season in his career just this past season with the Panthers. And the fact that that is going to be missing from their lineup for the Panthers, it's a big loss. You are, you're, as far as production, as far as in-house production, it's going to, there, somebody's got to step up for the Panthers now in his place. And though it's not, though it's not an injury to the point where he's going to be out the re- all of next season, at least that's not what we, that what we hope that with Duclair, he will get his chance to play in 2022-2023. It's just really what hurdles is Duclair going to have to go through, especially mentally, to get back into the ice and play like he like he did before. And this is an injury that really could slow down a person's career and might not have the explosiveness that he once had based on how fast he is and the strides he has to take and planting his foot before even taking that first stride. And that's the hurdle that Anthony Duclair is going to have to go through throughout this recovery process for him. And with with that will come some cap relief for the Panthers, though. You can look at it multiple ways. You can look at it with the Panthers are missing a 30-goal score in their lineup. And then they could, you could see it as there will be cap relief for the Panthers this offseason. And Cap Friendly hasn't updated any of the of the, the transaction yet, moving Anthony Duclair to LTIR. Because chances are he's gonna not gonna more, more than likely he's not gonna start the season. Chances are. But uh that's cap relief for the Panthers. That's the one silver lining in all of this. We're gonna discuss more of the cap relief that the Panthers will be getting. And what could that mean for certain players that the Panthers are trying to bring back? We're going to discuss that in the second segment of the show. But first, we're going to tell you all about BetOnline. And BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's Major League Baseball season, NHL and NBA draft and free agency as well. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, 
and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online, where the game starts. Second segment here on the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast on this June 30th edition of the show. Just me today uh, talking about this unfortunate situation and circumstance for the Florida Panthers and Anthony Duclair. So we, we teased in the last segment talking about cap space for the Panthers and what it's going to bring for this team. Of course, you don't want it to come in a situation where someone gets hurt at that expense with their livelihood and everything off the ice as well. we got to consider all that. Right now, the Panthers have just over $3 million in cap space right before the Duclair transaction to LTIR, 3.07 to be exact. So now it's 6.07. Let's just assume that Patrick Hornquist gets traded and the Florida Panthers keep retain zero salary of that, which will be a victory for the Panthers in that sense. The chances increase of re-signing a guy like Claude Giroux and possibly Mason Marchment. With Giroux being 34 years old, do the Panthers now officially go one by six with drew or do they give him three by six as well the priority was always going to resign was always to resign drew this brings a little bit this increases the panthers chances to sign him and with ltir the tampa bay lightning did it with nikita kucherov so the florida panthers can very well do it as well I mean, just this trade deadline, we saw that the Florida Panthers were part of the three-way trade with Carolina and Columbus with Max Domi to gain a six-round pick using Ekblad's LTIR space. So they could very well do it again. We don't necessarily know the timeline of Duke's injury, which we'll get to in the third segment, but right now, um, Drew. One by six, possibly, minimum. Could get some term. I don't buy the whole thing of him possibly going to Ottawa because of the fact that they're rebuilding and he's cup chasing right now. And going to Ottawa looks like a post-cup signing if he were to win. Unless Ottawa somehow gets their roster to the point that they're ready to compete for a cup, which is not right now. I mean, they're making progress in getting a new arena. But as far as the team on the ice this gives bill zito the opportunity to bring him back into the mix mason marchment frank zarelli talked about last week how many gms around the league don't know if mason marchment's play from his two and a half full seasons with the panthers is going to be replicated outside of the panthers and also the injury issue comes into play for Marchment. How much money are these other GMs going to put for Marchment for a guy who might not even play every night due to injuries? I'm not saying that, once again, I'm not saying that Marchment should change his game. But 
I was thinking that someone was going to throw a boatload of money at March Mint. But now it's looking, now it seems as if the Panthers have a chance that they could sign him to a short-term deal and then him get a payday. But I don't know if that's what Marchman's looking for. Let's not forget that he has to do what's best for him as well. And if Marchman were to stay as well, not only is it an increased role with Duclair being out, but the question is, how much will this coaching change affect Marchment as well? Because Claude Drew is a sure thing. He's seasoned. He's been around. He's been in multiple playoff series. He's a Stanley Cup final. We know what Claude Drew is. We don't even know if Mason Marchment is going to have the same production this season, even in this Panthers on this Panthers team, or even somewhere else. We don't know. Claude Drew is the sure thing which is why he is priority number one in my book of players to resign. Ben Chirot, mm, you gave up a lot to get him. I mean, sure, they used an asset from the Frank Vetrano trade to not make it look as if they gave as much as they actually did, but one of those assets is still a first-round pick at the end of the day. Let's not forget that. The chances of signing all three, Drew, Marchment, and Chirot, I'm going to give it like a 0.0001% chance. Excuse me, 0.0001% chance for that to happen. So I think it's highly doubtful that we see all three return, even with Duclair's LTIR relief. And let's just say for the sake of this exercise, that not only they get Drew back, and you subtract the in of the cap space that would be with Duke LTIR and then trading Patrick Hornquist. And you, if you were to sign Giroux to a one-year deal, you would have around $5.5 million in cap space. That's about two to three players that you could of your RFAs that you could qualify offers to. The deadline for to, to say that you're going to qualify an offer for an RFA is July 11th. There's time. There's a lot of time. However, this gives a little bit more of that relief. And chances are, if they're going to trade Patrick Hornquist, it's likely going to be in the next few weeks or possibly on draft night. Yeah, the Panthers don't have a day one pick. They don't even have a round two pick. But we could see this team very well be busy in order to rebuild the roster. And not rebuild the roster, but to add the complementary pieces around the core that they already have. Because Etu is is an RFA. I you could see anywhere between 1 and 2 million dollars there. Lucas Carlson, 1 to 2 million dollars there. Alexi Hepeniemi, the same thing in that range. And resign Claude Drew with all that cap relief. Sure there's going to be questions down the road of when Anthony Duclair is healthy enough to come back to bring him back into the mix. And we don't wish injury on anyone else. But Zito has found a way as well. And also you don't want to be in a situation with the Vegas Golden Knights where the only way Jack Eichel was able to be activated off LTIR was when Mark Stone 
was placed on LTIR, creating that space for Jack Eichel to be activated on the roster. But it's not like they have like 10-ish million dollars in LTIR space that they're going to need in, on their roster. It's it's $3 million. So it's still a relatively small team-friendly cap hit that the Panthers ha- have. Maybe it's around the trade deadline and they make a trade for a bottom six player to create that space to bring Anthony Duclair back when healthy. Or they could always wait until game one of the playoffs too. I don't know how that would fare with the rest of the team being not even skating a whole game and then jumping in in game one of the playoffs for an Achilles injury. But we could very well see that situation. We could very well see Anthony Duclair skating in practice and getting up to the game speed. Of course, there's a difference between um, practice speed and game speed. We all know that. But we could also see Anthony Duclair very well get ready. So a lot of uh, cap gymnastics that Bill Zito has at his disposal to resign players. But possibly it could be the approach of let me get with this cap relief. Let me sign the players that I need now. I'll worry about everything later. I mean, look at the Anton Stroman trade with a, for a 2024 second round pick that Bill Zito gave up. Worry about the cap relief now. Worry about that later. So with this cap space that Bill Zito has at his disposal, get the guys signed now. Worry about bringing Duke and fitting him in later. It's worked so far. Second in division in 2021. A division title and a President's Trophy in 2022. Sure, they don't have the long extended playoff runs. Not a conference final. But this makes Bill Zito's job a little harder. But we've seen him find a way to fill a winning roster and one that has been consistent over these last two years. Something that's unheard of in South Florida when it comes to hockey. So, and one more thing. This cap relief that the Panthers have with Dukes being on LTIR, it's not as urgent to trade Sergey Bobrovsky right now. It's not as urgent. Sure, I think eventually he will get traded. I don't know if this is, if it's this offseason. Highly doubt it. But it's not as too much of a point of emphasis is what I'm really trying to get at. So hoping for a speedy recovery for Anthony Duclair. It's an unfortunate injury that he had to go through, that he has, excuse me, has to go through. And you don't wish this on anyone. In the third and final segment, we're going to discuss how what the roster spots are needed to be filled with Anthony Duclair being out with an Achilles injury. We're going to discuss that more in the third and final segment here on the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. Third and final segment here on the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast on this Thursday, June 30th edition of the show. And it's been a it's been a week of a lot of highs for being a Panthers fan. We spoke about Luongo all week, which is a 
is going to continue being a celebration for the Panthers all week. And for me personally, for Roberto Luongo, but today specifically is not of so much exciting episode based on the news that we've had with Duke. I mean, Sasha Barkov traveled all the way to the UK to go see the latest Grand Slam uh, tennis tournament at Wimbledon. John Huberdeau is posting workout videos from his home in Quebec. So that's pretty cool. And then this news of uh, Andy Duclair, such a downer when it comes to what, I mean, we're all excited about what this, we're all anticipating the next upcoming season because they're just like we talked about with Roberto Longo's career with meat being left on the bone. It feels like the Florida Panthers have some meat left on the bone from this past season and that there's a big sense of unfinished business. And this is one of the many hurdles that is going to be part of the Florida Panthers 2022-2023 season. This is just the first one. This won't be the last. And when we think about Achilles injuries, mostly non-contact injuries are the worst type of injuries. And I think about when Jonathan Huberdeau was hurt in a preseason game against the New Jersey Devils in October of 2016 that he was out for an extended period of time and didn't make his return until February. I mean, the difference is, is that was a contact injury versus Duclair's being a non-contact injury. You saw the replay again right before recording and seeing the skate blade go down Huberto's Achilles, and it was just, ugh, just looking at it again was just hard to watch. But Huberto was able to come back within four months. The good news about Duclair's injury is that we are three and a half months away from the first game of the season. So this recovery process is in a time where there's no games. Bad news is this is where players are doing their offseason training. So that is being taken away from Duclair. But at least he's not missing games. At least these next three and a half months before puck drop in October. He will be missing the first at least quarter of the season. I'm already expecting that. But the fact that he's not missed, chances are he's not going to miss the whole season is a positive. And with him possibly being able to return before the All-Star break, which is held in Sunrise, Florida, there also is going to be a time where there's going to be need the spots that are needed to be filled on the right wing. And we spoke about in the last segment about the Panthers resigning Drew. If they're able to, re- even if they are able to resign Drew, just him only, there's still two right wing spots in the bottom six that need to be filled. And let's go back to Duclair and what kind of s- the stability of him being in the lineup meant. It meant that Sam Reinhart could have stayed on that third line for most of the 2022 season to work with someone like an Anton Lindell. Dukes at times was top line or the second line at very rarely in the third line, but he brought that 
that flexibility. With him being out, chances are that Rhino is going to, if the season were to start tomorrow, the second line would be Bennett, Huberto, and Rhino. More than likely. With the top line being Barkov, Verhage, and Giroux. And our, things are subject to change based on free agency moves. But that's the that's assuming you re-sign Giroux. If you don't, you're screwed. That means Mason Marchment? Hello? Um, we couldn't re-sign Giroux? Uh, here's some money. So two bottom six spots on the right wing that need to be filled. We could very well see someone like Grigory Denisenko fill that spot because he can play both sides, um, both wings. We could possibly see Cole Schwitt fill in that spot. Not sure about Sir Noel. Chances are he's going to start the season in Charlotte. And, and those are just the in-house candidates. In the upcoming weeks of Lock on Panthers, we're going to likely look at some trades. And possibly some free agent signings that the Florida Panthers could make. Reasonable prices that that they can make to fill in that right wing spot for the Panthers on their bottom six. While Duclair is recovering from his injury. So it's a lot for Bill Zito to do. And this is actually something impromptu that I'm doing for the show. Because we're talking about Anthony Duclair. Is... What a season he had last year. Um, as far as the impromptu is the player grade for, that I have for him. Based on the expectations that we had last season, we were, I was not expecting a 30-goal score from Anthony Duclair, and he was able to break out and work well and reunite with the 911 line with himself, Sam Bennett, and Huberto at times. And that line got hot as well as he was able to get hot with Sasha Barkov at times. So based on the expectation that I had for Duke before last season and the production of being a 30-goal scorer, I'm going to give Anthony Duclair a, a solid B for his season last, se- last year. I know that he didn't get any points in the Tampa series in 2021. He did get a goal in the second round series, the first, the first goal of the game, and then <laughs> probably uh, didn't get the second goal of the game because that was a puck that went into the net and should have been blown dead. And though he did struggle in the series before against Washington, only have one shot on goal. He did respond in the very next game after he was healthy scratched. So Anthony Duclair has been doubted and he's been hurt from time to time. And this is an opportunity for him to really come back stronger as well with everything that he's gone through in his hockey career on and off the ice as well. So hoping for a speedy recovery for Anthony Duclair. And my hope is that the Florida Panthers are able to hold the fort while he's gone because, of course, the short term of this really stinks. But the long term, when Duclair is able to come back and if he's able to have the explosiveness that he had before, 
it would only benefit the Panthers if they're able to also, like I said earlier, use that cap relief to their advantage in order to also fit Anthony Duclair. And that could be the silver lining in all of this as Anthony Duclair is recovering. So in tomorrow's episode of Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, we're going to be bringing in Nick Fairbanks of pantherparkway.com. It's a Fairbanks Friday edition of the show. So make sure to also tune in on tomorrow's episode of the show. We might talk more of Anthony Duclair, more of Roberto Luongo, and whatever there is to talk about based on the landscape of the Florida Panthers. Right now is not a very positive day in as far as the franchise of the Florida Panthers, but there could be lighter days ahead as far as that. But in the meantime, if you like what you're hearing, Please subscribe to the podcast to be notified every single time the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast jumps into your podcast feed. Make sure to subscribe to the Locked On Fantasy Hockey podcast where they'll be covering all the offseason activities around the National Hockey League. Thank you for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. And for your second listen, make sure to listen to today's episode of Locked On NHL. From every offseason move to trade to draft, to free agency signing. Locked on NHL has you covered every Monday through Friday. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. So I'm Armando Velez, signing off. And you've been listening to Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We're your team. Every day. <laughs>